0: It's lovely to be with you. Uh, We're Pastor Roshan and Liz from Sri Lanka, and we are greatly missing being in England and being at New Wine and being with you this year. We had a lovely Zoom chat with Tim last week, which I think you've already seen. Um, Pastor Roshan is going to be speaking this morning, but I just wanted to say hello to you, say that we love you, say that we're so grateful for your prayers for us and your uh, support for us. And uh, we also pray for you. There was one uh, thought that came to my mind this morning when I was praying, and it's Bless the Lord, O my soul. Whatever's going on in our lives, whether it's good or bad or challenging or great or all of those things put together, we can always bless the Lord. And there's a verse in Psalm 44, verse 8, that says this, In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. In God we boast all day long, and we praise his name forever. With everything that's going on and not going on, we can boast in God all day long, because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the rock of our salvation. He is the lover of our souls. He is the beginning and the end, and he is everything in the middle. He is always with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He never sleeps. He never turns his back on us. We have the most amazing God, the true God. In him is truth and in him is reality. And therefore in our God, we can boast all day long and we can praise him forever. God bless you.
1: Uh, Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are from Sri Lanka. And uh, thank you for the opportunity uh, given to us to bring the word of God. It's a great honor and a privilege And uh, we want to bless you with the word this morning, shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the word that is coming to us now in the mighty name of Jesus, that's able to build us and to cause us to grow and to give us an inheritance in Jesus Christ. I bless your people as they hear this word. May it bless them and bring them into a new place in Christ Jesus. Good morning, once again, good morning or good afternoon. Well, I want to speak today about recovery. Recovery. You know, God is interested in recovery, especially when we go through, you know, diverse tribulations, when we go through loss or damage or a crisis situation, or whatever has happened in a difficult situation. God is in the business of recovery. He wants us to recover. He wants us to get back into that place of victory and stability once again. You know, these days we talk about the COVID-19, how the economies of nations, businesses have been hit badly. Many have suffered. And even some people have said they will never recover. Some nations' economies are not going to recover anymore. But I have news for you that we trust and we believe in a God who wants to see his people recover and come back strong. And that's what we're going to look at today. And we're going to look at a a story from 1 Samuel chapter 30. This is a very famous story about David and how he goes through a crisis situation where there's tremendous loss. But at the end of it, we see how God restores and recovers everything to him. So we're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 from verse 1. I will read some scriptures and then go through the word. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burnt it. And have taken captive women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, praise God for that, but carried them off as they went on their way. So they were taken captives. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire. And their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept allowed until they had no strength to weep at all. Verse five, David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel, Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed. Verse eight, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter. In the spirit, because his sons and daughters were taken captive. But now the stronger. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Hallelujah. David found strength in the Lord his God. So we see uh, when they came back, this terrible situation has happened. Where the place was burnt up, the camp was burnt up. All the families were taken captive and everything was removed and burnt down. And the Bible says David and his men, these were strong men. These were warriors. They began to weep and cry until they couldn't cry anymore. I don't know that you've gone through a situation like that where you wept and you didn't have any more strength to weep at all. And then added to that, we see David Was challenged by his own people these were people that were loyal to him they were talking they could they were talking about stoning David and the Bible says David was distressed he was distressed because his own men who would stand with him he expected them to stand with him were planning to stone him but the Bible says David found strength in the Lord, his God. Praise God. So this recovery, I want to talk about recovery. And I want to share three things that we can learn from David, how he recovered this tragic, this terrible situation, how he got control. See, in the world that we live, when we go through uh, some damage or suffer something, people talk about uh, damage control. You know, which means how to minimize the loss. Now that the loss has happened, let's see how we can minimize uh, the, the damage. But because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, Mark 10, 27, it says, all things are possible with God. It doesn't say all things are possible for God. It says all things are possible with God. So that means we together with God. Everything is possible. What is impossible with man is possible with God. So let's look at David. He found strength in the Lord his God. David did not run away because of this situation. He didn't get bitter with his friends. He didn't go to argue with them, saying, you know, look here, you guys, you should be supporting me at this time. You know, why are you like this? He went to his place of prayer he went to the place where he found strength in the lord you see there is a place of prayer brothers and sisters in christ there is a place in uh, a place of prayer there is a life of prayer and there sh- we should every christian should have also a plan for prayer a plan for prayer because unless you have a plan for prayer you will not pray you know david was trained to seek the lord he was trained to find strength in the lord this was not just one incident we could see whenever david had a problem he did not cry you know sometimes people when you go through problems they cry and weep and and ask the lord to help but the lord is waiting for us to get into that place of prayer so the place of prayer is a place where you find strength it's a place where your weakness is, is uh, dismantled and you find strength. Your faith rises up and suddenly there's boldness in your spirit. There's boldness and you begin to see beyond the circumstances, beyond what you see with your optical eyes. You see in the spirit that, that you have a great God, a God of covenant who keeps his word. So here was David. He was, he was strengthened in the Lord. So, because David planned, he had a plan of prayer. In that place of prayer, in that presence of God, he found the strength that he needed at that time. Hallelujah. You know, how, how do we find strength in the Lord? How, what was David doing? He was in fellowship with the Lord. He was in fellowship. You know, for many Christians, prayer is asking Lord, asking God for different things. But it is more than that. It is fellowshipping in the Lord. It is knowing his love for you. He's knowing, he's being assured that he's in control. You know, in the New Testament, Paul speaks about, you know, being filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, I find that very, very important. Ephesians 5.18. You see, we have the privilege of the Holy Spirit living in us. So Paul says about speaking to yourself, singing psalms and uh, words of uh, God, making melody in your heart, and giving thanksgiving. This is how you strengthen yourself because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And 1 Corinthians 14:4 4 speaks about edifying yourself in praying in the spirit, the prayer language that Paul prayed mostly. And we need to, in that place of prayer, use much time to pray in the spirit, speaking the word of God to yourself, like David prayed. The Lord is my shepherd; the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And the New Testament in Philippians 4:13 said, "The Lord is, you know, uh, uh, the, the, my strength is in the Lord." Hallelujah! I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So. In the New Testament, we are to be stirred up by the Spirit of God that is in us. So David had the ability to strengthen and minister to himself. And this is a vital ingredient if we are to develop our character as Christians. It's so important to reach our destiny in Christ Jesus. And we need to be trained in that. You see, our closest friends may leave us at the time. They might despise us. They might leave us at the very time that you you are wanting their help. But God wants us to strengthen ourselves, not be bitter about others, but to be better. So your personal battles must be won in that place of prayer. That's what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. The second thing that, uh, that David did that we, we can learn from him is that he asked the Lord what he should do. Praise God. The Bible says he prayed and he asked the Lord, shall I pursue them? Shall I pursue? He was waiting for the approval. He was waiting. Shall I pursue the raiding party? Will I overtake them? And the Lord answered, pursue them. He got a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. See, when we go through such situation at the place of prayer, God gives us the direction. He will give us the, the way to come out of that. The Lord gave the answer, and that was the will of God. We must never take lightly the will of God in our life. In your decision making, you know, sometimes I ask my people, you know, why did you do this action? Why, why did you do this? You know, what made you do this? And they said, I pray about it, I prayed about it. But I want to tell you, just because you prayed doesn't mean that God accepted your actions and your choices. You know, there's a difference between praying about something and doing what God has said. We must do what God has said. So never find yourself doing things for which you think you didn't need God's approval. You know, many Christians say like, that, okay, I will pray about it. But you must seek God's approval. The third thing. So the first thing that how to recover, we are talking about recovery. And the first thing is to find strength in the Lord in the place of prayer. Second is to hear the voice of God giving you direction, giving you his direct will for your life. Third thing that David did was he walked in love. As this story goes on, we find that there was a a young Egyptian slave who was, you know, who was, I say, who was discarded by his uh, owner. And he was dying for three days. He had no food or drink. And here was David, you know, demonstrating the love of God. He fed this man, he gave him something to drink, and he helped him to strengthen up. He did not know that this was the man that was giving him the strategy, the key, the direction to find where. pursue these people. In verse 16 and 17, see as as David, uh, this man was saying to David, I will take you to where these people are. And then we find verse 16. In verse 16, uh, praise God, hallelujah. Let me go there. Verse 16, then David, he let David down and then there they were scattered. Over the countryside, these were the Amalekites, eating and drinking and reveling because of the great plunder they had. David fought them from dusk until the evening next day, and none of them got away except the 400 men who rode on camels. Now look at that, verse 18. David recovered everything the Amalekites had taken, including the two wives. Nothing was missing, young or old, boy or girl, plunder or anything else that was taken, David brought everything back. David recovered everything. Hallelujah. This is amazing. He took all the flocks and herds, his men, and drove them back ahead with the livestock. This is the Lord's plunder. Oh, what a story this is. It's so powerful. So we can learn from David. See, David was trained in these three areas. The area of, you know, strengthening himself, personal victories. You know, as Christians, we must learn to win our personal battles in the place of prayer. Secondly, he knew to hear the voice of God. He was trained. He was trained to hear the voice of God. You know, today we are more privileged because we have the Bible, and we have the, 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 the Holy Spirit living in us. And we have the church, you know, our pastors who teach us the word. We can hear the word of God. But we, there is a training and a learning process that is so important for every Christian. Thirdly, you know, David walked in love. David walked in love. How important that is, that we walk in love. In this story, even at the end of the story, we see as the plunder is brought back, David is sharing with everyone, including those who despised him. And it is so important because in the New Testament, love is the most important thing. No matter how people treat us, we are to walk in love. We are to love just like Jesus loved us. So once again, recovery, recovery is possible. You know, never give up because things have happened. Never listen to what the world has said to you. The world says, okay, this, this, you can never recover. This is, the damage is too much. But at the place of prayer, all the voices of the world are you know, are minimized, and you begin to hear the voice of the Father, voice of the Spirit telling you this is the way. Walk in it. Hallelujah. And as you obey, as you step out by faith, walking in love, hearing the voice of God, you will never be defeated. You know, a Christian is called to walk in victory at all times. He's called to reign in life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And David, what a wonderful example David is. And God is calling his children. At this time, this age, you know, even in traumatic situations, even in difficult circumstances in life, whatever may happen, we are going forward and we are recovering everything. Let me pray right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, which enlightens us, inspires us, instructs us. In the ways of the Lord, we thank you for thy servant David. Father, I pray and bless your people. If anyone has caused, has had loss, I encourage them. May this word be an encouragement for them. That they will know that you are the God of recovery. God bless you. May he continue to take you from faith to faith, from victory to victory. God bless you. Thank you once again for the opportunity for us to share. The word of God with you. God bless you.